Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Testing, testing. Okay, here I am about to record a special interview with the great Elizabeth Stanley. Elizabeth, tell me a little bit about your Unified experience so far. Um, it was scary, but... You speak right up in the microphone, Elizabeth. I don't know why you're weird. It was... I was scared, but then I saw Charlie wearing the MTCA bucket hat, and I felt, like, safe. Hello, hello, and welcome to a special episode of Mapping the College Edition, a podcast where we explore the landscape of the college theater world and try to demystify this daunting audition process. I'm still your host, Charlie Murphy, director of MTCA, and today we have no singular guest, but instead, oh, so many guests. Uh, You're going to hear today from a bunch of MTCA alumni, all of whom attended Unified's 2023, so exactly a year ago today. Uh, You'll hear some good advice, some silly banter, and a lot of excited young artists and their parents who are really in the middle of their process, as so many of you are right now. Um, I'm going to take a week off from personally giving you advice for your audition since I've done that in so many of the past few episodes. And I'm going to let you hear it from the horses' mouths themselves. Not that they are all horses. They're all human beings, human auditioners. I will say to those of you listening who just completed NYC Unifieds, congratulations. To those about to attend Chicago, break a leg and I will see you there as well as LA. So exciting. Um, Our MTCers will know this by now, but I unfortunately was not able to attend New York City Unifieds due to my family, my entire family, being struck by the COVID bug in rapid succession. I'm okay, uh, but I did not want to put any of our families at risk for their own auditions. So I hope you all felt great about your audition experiences, and I was so excited to be following along digitally with all of your success. As for what you're about to hear, just a heads up, it won't be exactly the same audio quality you've come to expect, as it is me literally with one of those child-sized microphones I sell at drugstores. I think Elizabeth originally bought this for our niece a few years back. The quality is actually surprisingly okay, but occasionally a bit tricky to hear, and we do blow out the mic a few times, so you'll notice that. I think the trickiest moments are actually just when the green room, was all this took place in our NYC and Chicago, LA green rooms, like when they would swell with laughter or conversation, you know, there's generally a great ebb and flow throughout the day and sometimes there's a nice chill conversation with one big group and we can pull people aside and it's great and sometimes it's 15 different raucous convos happening at once so depending on who popped in at different times you're going to hear a very different ambient background noise and I really didn't want to lose the interviews of people where the audio happened to be not so great but there were just a few of those moments where it's tough to hear I tried to edit out anything that was truly unlistenable but generally I erred on the side of, of leaving in more just so that you know we could keep the content that uh these wonderful people laid down for us so but i apologize for any of the 
oral unpleasantness you're about to experience. Um, also worth noting, I do feel like for myself in these, you'd be like, who is this guy that's talking? I think I was trying to be like fun in the room because it was like cueing you. We're doing a man on the street interview as if there was a video on. Um, and as like we were pulling people aside kind of quickly, I was trying to like get them in the mood and get them in the fun. But for some reason, it doesn't always translate into recorded audio form. So I, I definitely um, have a couple cringe moments listening to myself as I'm giving you like a pretending to be an interviewer voice. But then it kind of sounds like I'm actually trying to sound like a good interviewer at times. So I, I don't know. It's all a bit questionable. But you know what? We live, we learn. If we were to do this again, which maybe we will next year, it'll just be that much better. Um, but I'll say in listening back and doing this editing, it was so fun looking back and just knowing how successful all of these students were now. I'm going to tell you where they ended up attending school as we talk about each one of the interviews. And just remembering how stressed you can hear in their voices, how stressed and uncertain they were at the time of recording. You know, and many of them were successfully at the point of having fun with Unified. They were in the their flow really well. So it's not like they were in a, a bad place, but they have no idea how it's going to turn out. And of course, Leo and I and all of the coaches MTCA, we don't know exactly how it's going to turn out either. We don't know which specific schools are going to be yeses and nos, but we do know from years of experience as we're sort of sensing this agita from our students and parents, we know you're all going to do great. You know, we're sitting there, they're stressing and we're going, it's going to be okay. Yeah, I hear you, but it's going to work out okay. And, you know, you, as you'll see uh, with all these students, it really did. So kind of fun to look back at this group and just see where they all ended up. And I cannot emphasize this enough. This was truly a randomly pulled group of people. We were not cherry picking students that we go, I bet they're going to get in here. I bet I know they're in here. We didn't know any of that information. We just grabbed people that were in the green room. You know, many of them are the people who showed up to the green room a lot. So we're like, hey, great. We had a, here's a good moment. Let's pull you aside, right? If it felt like we had a lot of conversations, a couple of them like, all right, I definitely got to get you on the pod. We've chatted enough. Um, let's get you on the uh, thing. And then sometimes they watch each other do it. And so they would say, well, now I want to be on the pod because he was on. And we go, great, of course, everyone, if you want to do it, you can do it. Um, but just there was no like pulling out for talent or our MTCA favorites or anything like that, which I just feel like now I have to say, because as you hear about all these great schools they went to and this sort of great cross section of different options, people are going to think like, oh, did they cherry pick that? No, we did not. Um, including basically anybody who said, can I be interviewed? Yes. Come on the pod. We'd love to have you. Okay. Well, without further ado, first up, we've got Jack Gemmel. Uh, Jack ended up and is currently at Montclair State MT. Uh, this was our very first test interview, and I think you're going to hear some of the rust that both Jack and I were going through the, the learning experience of trying to do whatever this weird thing is. Um, and his dad, Brian, was filming us for some kind of future documentary, which will be released later. Um, but it just definitely upped everyone's self-consciousness. We're like figuring this out, and we've got a camera right in our face. But uh, I will say I'm glad they were the first interview because the Gemmels were just a great family. Um, there were wonderful green room attendees throughout the Unified's experience, and I really enjoyed getting to know them better. It's one of my favorite things um, as we sit in those green rooms. It's just like getting to know our families a little bit better, who we, you know, we know, but we don't always get to interact a ton with the parents. Um, so it was really fun to get to do that last year, as it is every year. Let's enjoy this little interview with Jack. No, you guys don't have to be quiet. It's actually better if you're not quiet because it feels like it feels more man on the street. We want it man on the street. Wait, 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 Okay, that was a little preview interview with. Oh, and we're here with Jack. Jack, um, tell me a little bit about what it's going to be like for you to be on the podcast when your dad is such a fan of the pod. Is this like intimidating? Do you feel like you're like really going to be living up to? Uh oh. 
I feel like he's probably gonna like he's gonna like hear it when he's driving. He's uh-huh. like not gonna realize what episode it is. And yes. He's just gonna hear me on the podcast and he's gonna like actually crash into something. You're worried about causing the death of your father. Yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah. actually leave this out. Okay. We'll move it out. Um, he is filming us right now as we speak, right? Oh, oh I didn't realize that. Yeah. Two cameras. Let's let's double let's check. Get, let's get serious for a second here. Um, are you, how much am I getting paid? For this? Nothing. This is pretty free. People pay us to be on the podcast. Um. Tell us a little bit about your unified experience. How's it going for you so far? What have you learned from the experience of doing all these crazy auditions in the Palmer House? Well, for one, I've really learned how to do the podcast voice. Unfortunately, I'm not a Carnegie Mellon grad. Seems to be mocking me. He's mocking me. <laughs> um, the process, no, uh, uh, Unified is, is honestly really great. Like, you just... You know, you can read as much as you want on every school's website about and their read, program. You can listen to the podcast, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can listen to as many MPC podcasts, yep. but nothing will be like Unified, or at least just going to a live audition, because once you're just in the room with the faculty, it, it, it's just so eye-opening, and like it so clearly places the schools in your mind how high they are on your list, because like, going into Unified and going into this college audition process, I didn't have a top school, and like, to be fair, I don't really have a top school anymore, but like, now I can confidently list like, my top schools, uh, mm-hmm. because I've talked to the people, and like, I know what I will, I can expect if I go to their program. What about, do you have any advice for some juniors? Imagine some juniors just starting this process, what kind of advice would you give to them from what you've learned over the past year? Okay, I'm not even gonna lie, these like, this like walk-in stuff like the pressure for walk-ins like I was so resistant to towards and like like literally like everything I'm saying someone has probably like said to me and I was still resistant towards it so like take this this probably will mean nothing but like when I did my walk-ins I was actually glad I did because it 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 removes the stigma of of an audition and if it's not a vibe then it's not a vibe that's expected thank you Jack coming on yes thank you so much Oh yeah, next up, we have got the wonderful Jay Francis. Uh, Jay is currently at Webster MT, uh, a wonderful young student who I met at TPAP their sophomore year and was with MTCA for almost two full years. And just a remarkable example of the kind of growth you can see over that period of time. I remember my second year at TPAP, I texted Jay's coaches and I was just like, I'm so proud of them, and I'm so proud of you as coaches in terms of the growth um, that we've seen. Um, so I like, gave them this huge kudos of being like, this is a different artist than I met a year ago. And it was just one of those great examples of like, man, the, the thing works. You, you work hard, and you can make big growth, especially at this time of year. So that was so fun. Uh, enjoy this interview with Jay. The pod. Okay, we are here with the wonderful Jay. Jay, I'm going to jump right into the serious questions. You have been part of the team for almost two years, is that true? Okay, so tell me, what advice would you give to yourself when you just were starting off this process now that you know so much more? Um, it's a lot. Yeah, prepare yourself. It's a lot, especially like... That's not so much advice as like a warning. <laughs> like, I just want to be clear, that's not really advice just okay. to say it's a lot. Jay, what are you hoping... You're going to be making your decisions in the next month, month and a half, two months. What are you hoping you're going to hold on to from this moment as you're now making your final decisions? What are the things from Unified that you go, I'm hoping I hold on to this as I finally decide which school to attend? I think the feeling of a school, like, just genuinely ex- being excited to be in the room with me. I want want to be at a school that really wants me so instead of the schools that were like okay thank you uh, I want to be at the schools like thank you so much this is great we'll be in contact so I think it's really important that you go to a school that wants you just as much as you want them we wish that for you as well Jay now go have a great edition 
All right, next up, we have the wonderful Karina Purdy. Um, I think I was getting a little too aggressive with the microphone in this one. It was way too close to the mouth. Um, also, this interview seems to really uh, um, hinge on a big visual gag that Karina kept showing us her beautiful planner. I'm not sure that really translates in this case of a, an audio medium, but you can just imagine the beauty of this planner that we were looking at. Um, we'll have to search in the annals of our phones and see if we have a picture of it. I think we did take a picture at the time, but... It's probably lost to the ether, but enjoy the interview nonetheless. We, we are here with a podcast breaking news report. We've had a request of urgent information that our pod listeners need to hear. What have you got for us? Hi, everyone. Um, I think most valuable information for scheduling mm. is to have a weekly calendar and print out a weekly calendar for each day mm. and have an hour's time slot, or if you get lucky, a 30-minute time slot, because mm. then you can put every single like every single walk-in, every single audition, and then you can have it right to the T. And usually walk-ins are about 10 to 15 minutes, so then you can give yourself time to walk to the place, and you know just right by looking at the day, you and already know. We love that on an audio medium doing a lot of visual uh, content here but it seems like you've done a mix of pencil and pen yes. um, how did you work out when you use pencil and when you use pen for different schools so I really recommend pencil but my mom just she uh, had a pen on her uh, and so this is good for parents too because parents they can see everything and it's easy and organized but I suggest doing pencil because just in case you accidentally like double book yourself you can just be like ah, I gotta erase that let me go uh -huh. talk to him because then if you don't then you gotta Scrape it out with a pen. Breaking news. Pen cannot be erased. You're saying pen cannot be erased. Pencil can. We love it. Now, some of these schools, I notice you've written their name multiple times. What does it mean when you write it four different times down? So if you write it four different times, it's the block for the uh, day is taken up. So Ithaca, for example, is 8 to 12.30. So I took up that entire time. Now, I noticed at the top you've written the words warm and up. What do you do to warm yourself up for your audition? So I go to attend the MTCA warm-up. Oh, my. And um, that starts at 7.30, and I really recommend it because it gets your mind, body, and spirit all together. Mind, body, and spirit. You heard it here, folks. Um, any other advice that we got to give to our fellow listeners, students, parents out there? I suggest going to as many walk-ins as you can mm. and always be open and open to going straight to them and them having a slot open and just have fun because I think they're more fun than auditions. Thank you so much. All right, next up we have Kyler Hughes. Uh, Kyler is currently a Texas State MT and Kyler is a hoot, a comedy machine. Um, you're going to see he's he's trying to razz me the whole time because I kind of right before we, we uh, filmed this, I was razzing him for 20 minutes. He was doing this sort of self-deprecating, self-defeating rendition of his terrible audition, everything that went wrong, you know, which it sounded like the audition was just fine. And I was kind of poking fun at him and then we got him on the pod. And so he's in full sort of uh, jokey mode um, as he does this interview. And I think does a great thing. Okay, we're here with yes. Kyler and already this interview's off the rails and I haven't asked him any question yet. Kyler, tell me, how's the week going for you? This week is going amazing, Charlie. I've been having the best time ever, especially in this MTCA green room. Um, I've been provided with entertainment, yes, and provided with fun, yep. snacks, mm -hmm. walk-in locations, all the above. Okay. What's something that you've learned from the experience of audition? You've done a lot of auditions right now. What have you learned throughout the course of this process? I've learned that you shouldn't overthink 
before you go in because you can never know like what happens in the room. People can say that you can't sing or they'll say that you can't act or they'll say that you can't dance. But in your heart, you know you can. And so you just give it your best shot and see what happens. We love it. We're that positive exactly. Um, what's something, if you could go back and do this process again, what's something you would do differently? Um, well, I've done everything correctly thanks MTCA. Next question. Thank you, Will Reynolds, Carmen, Mackenzie, Alex, shout out. What would I do differently? Um, I would say I would trust the process. I think sometimes you like want to be overly critical and like you really want to have control over every little thing, but like you really can't because whenever you send your videos out or you do your audition, like it isn't up to you anymore. Um, what advice do you have for the people if they want to do the process just like Kyler? Yeah. What advice would you give? Just like me. If you want to do the process just like me, first you need to join MTCA. Hell yeah. You need to get on that initial assessment. And if you, and if you see that email come in from Leo that says hop on it, then you hop on it and you don't reschedule three times. You rescheduled three times? Yeah, I got scared. But, but after I did it, like, success story. Endless joy. Yeah, joy, fun, family, friends. All right, 10 years from now, Kyler, where do you see yourself? 10 years? I see myself working for MTCA. What are you going to be doing for us? A co host of the podcast. Co host of the podcast? You think by then I'm ready to add a co host? Yes, I think you're ready, and I think it's going to be me. Okay, we'll take a vote from the people. Anybody who wants to vote Kyler, up to vote as a. Leave it in the reviews, I guess, if we're going to add Kyler. Please do, and if you don't vote for me, it's bad luck on your audition. Wow, you've been cursed here today. Exactly. Have a great time. What do we think? Should I make Kyler a co-host? Leave it in the comments of our Instagram post, or I guess leave us a review, as I keep begging you all to do. Leave us some reviews and tell us if you think Kyler should make the next uh, Map in the College Edition host. Um, Next up, we have one of my all-time favorite dads. I love Mitch. It's Mitch and Anderson Zoll is coming up. Uh, Anderson is currently a student at Michigan MT. Um, you know, Mitch is someone who could give an hour-long talk on the podcast himself. He could have been just a podcast guest. Uh, he was, you know, he and the whole family really attacked the process so conscientiously. They really understood the ways in which he could support Anderson and how he could let him soar on his own. I think, just think as a family, they found a great balance and really had fun with it too, clearly, right? Uh, Mitch was always joking. I think it was that was it at our masterclass week where he's like, I want to take the parents out for a drink and have a happy hour, right? I mean, he took it very seriously, obviously, in terms of the way he was doing it, but always trying to have a good time, too. Um, I do think, listening back to this interview, I wish I'd been 20% less jokey myself because I do think he had some really great advice to give. And Anderson, too, is just awesome. You'll hear him um, on the second half of the interview as well. So, enjoy. Is this, like, truly off the cuff? You're not going to give me any prep? Oh, absolutely no prep. We're here with Mitch. Um, it's day one of Chicago Unifieds. Mitch is one of our valued uh, parents here at MTCA. Mitch, we'd love to hear, um, how is this process from the parents' perspective, watching your child go through all this? What does it feel like? You know, we have been lucky that we have been able to step back and just watch it. Um, getting the right level of coaching and the right level of distance has allowed him to do the work on his own. And how far away is the right level of distance? Uh, usually about 35 feet mm -hmm. um, most of the time. That enough, is the figure, yes. Enough that they get upset, they can throw the laptop, but it doesn't hit you. That's uh -huh. the perfect distance. <laughs> that's Anderson's, that's what the, the range that he's range. got is about yeah. 34 feet. It catches yeah. the wind. Yep. That's the much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
uh, no, it's been a fantastic process. Um, we've learned a lot. The thing that I never understood is why people say how difficult the process is. Mm -hmm. And if you refit it, because you think, you know, you're going through this process, the tunnel, everyone should be there. But if you think about it like a job fair instead of just a unified auditions, if you're auditioning for Dell or Apple or Facebook or so, they're going to have their own process, even though you're going through the same process at the same space. So if you step back and think about it that way, you realize they're not going to be kind of doing the same thing the same way. And it's easier to approach it by saying, Right now, I'm just applying for this company. I'm just applying for this company. And then it's easier to handle that way. Mitch, you're giving us a lot of laptop-based analogies. And I really appreciate um, that we're thinking of it that way. Um, are you an ear-at-the-door kind of parent? Are you listening in on your child as, uh, as they do auditions? Uh, I could hear outside the audition, so I didn't have to have the ear at the door. Mm -hmm. But no, I want to sit back and, and um, give them space to do that audition. How do you process? Do you talk about it afterward? Do we hear, this went well, what does that mean? Or are you just waiting for the letters to come in? Uh, sit quietly and wait for expressions first to see if you say anything. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just get up and walk away and the conversations happen or they don't. I love it. What advice would you give yourself now? You've gone through this process. You've learned a lot. What advice would you give to yourself of a year ago beginning this process? Have a plan, but only so you know when the plan is going off schedule. But don't try to drive every single individual deadline. I think that you'll find that the kids are actually great support systems themselves. Just watch and enjoy what they're doing, and you'll realize there's a lot of support and a lot of good things going on in the Palmer House, and it makes it fun just to sit back and enjoy on the parent side. I love it. Thank you, Mitch. Anderson, now tell me, what was it like to watch your dad speak to, speak about the process um, on your behalf? How do you think he did? That, that was terrifying, but I think I think he did a good job. I don't normally let him near mics or cameras. So it was <laughs> and there it is right there. And how's the process been for you? How, how are you feeling? It's been so much fun. I feel like I've got to meet a whole bunch of cool people and learn a whole bunch along the way. So it's been, you know, it's been a good time. What are you hoping you're going to hold on to? What are you hoping you're going to take from your unified experience and move forward into your decision-making process? I think the go with the flow experience of unifies and just like rolling with the punches of, you know, you just, you just go what, with what happens. Like my dad said, every school is very different. And so I think just like letting the, the differences in each school, like you embrace them in the process. You don't like freak out that everything's different and you just take it audition by audition. And I think that's a good way to approach, you know, musical theater as a whole. Could not agree more. Tell me a little bit about how you prep for auditions. Obviously, we're on day one. You got a lot of auditions coming up. How do you prep for each individual audition, psychologically, physically, vocally, etc.? Um, I do. A, I have to do a, like a dance warm up before any audition. Doesn't matter if it's singing or dance. Um, and then I do a vocal warm up if I'm gonna sing. And I really just try and make sure I'm in a good, like vulnerable, healthy spot to where I can go in and just have fun with it. If you're a person who doesn't know what a vulnerable, healthy spot is, like, what does that mean? Like, what are you trying to do to get yourself in that vulnerable, open space? I think for me, not overworking my material beforehand just so that it's raw in the moment. And uh, it, before auditions, you can normally find me with headphones in or like my eyes are closed, sitting down, just thinking about, you know, what I'm about to do in the room, just so that I can really be present and not thinking about anything else other than the work at hand. These are some great buzzwords. Um, what is the craziest thing that's happened to you so far? The funnest, weirdest, oddest thing that's happened in an audition room? In an audition room? Um, I had to, I did a dance call where I had to pretend to be a chicken as I mm. was doing the dance call, which I will say was so fun. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And, and how did you do it being a chicken? What was your, your go-to chicken move? It, it, it was a Fosse number. And so I feel like Fosse serves as 
itself well to being a chicken. Yeah. And so it, it's very... Very a poultry-based um, dance form. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it is. So I, I think that, you know, the chicken just was... It lived inside me the whole time, and it was able to come Sharp out. Sharp moves. Yeah, in the fossey, yeah. yeah. Anderson, anything else we got to say to the people? A- any advice that you would give to uh, young people out there who want to crush the process just the way that you have? I think it's just to remember that you like musical theater's fun and we like doing it and just you know you go into every audition room and try and give offer all the parts of yourself and if if it sticks it sticks and if it doesn't then it's not the right fit. Okay, next up we have Sophia and Rosanna O'Brien. Uh Sophia is currently a Baldwin Wallace MT, a mom and daughter team this time. Um they both uh really attack this process so well as well authentically and strategically and with great humor. You know, I always think it's so fun to see the way personalities of parents and children can echo each other. Sometimes they're very similar, sometimes they're almost opposite. And I really loved Rosanna and Sophia's back and forth dynamic. So I hope you enjoy. All right, we are here with a wonderful mother-daughter team. We have Sophia and Rosanna. I'm gonna start with Sophia. How is the week going for you? Now midweek in Chicago Unified. It is going very well. I'm at the last leg of my audition circuit, so I'm kind of feeling it all sort of, you know, come to a close. (laughs) Where's your energy level? Day two, we're at the beginning of the day, day two. If you had to get your sort of power bar on your iPhone, where are you at percentage-wise? We're at a good 65, I feel like. 65, good, we're in the yellow zone still. Maybe even green, I don't know how it works on the iPhone. Okay, so you've been doing this process really well for a long time. What do you feel like you've learned over the course of this process? What would you go back and tell your younger self if you were to say, hey, Sophia, when you do this next time, do... Mm. I feel like, I mean, this is kind of a cliche, everybody's going to say this, but definitely to be more trust, to have more trust in myself. I was very wary of everything. Like, I didn't think I was going to pass any pre-screens. I didn't think I was going to get this far, truly. And I did, but I really wish I would have trusted myself more and and, um, embraced the confidence a little bit more to have done even excelled even more throughout mm-hmm. this process instead of sort of hiding and in, in, in fear how do you feel like you've changed as an artist like mm-hmm. just if you think of an actress and your dancer like what has shifted as you've been now working on yourself at this maybe higher level like preparing for the college level what have you learned about yourself as an artist and how have things grown or things shifted in ways that maybe were unexpected to you mm-hmm. Well, I've certainly become a better dancer because of this because I kind of started from from nothing. Um, (laughs) Yeah, right. So, um, and I've I've been able to enjoy dance a lot more and sort of relax within myself, which um, was a struggle at first because I really, I mean, I had a little bit of training, but not much of it. Tell me the craziest thing that's happened in the audition room. What's the craziest adjustment? What's the biggest sort of surprise that's happened throughout this process so far? I mean, there was one particular school that had a dance call that was a nightmare for me. <laughs> nightmare how? I mean, I it was just taught to us so fast, and I wasn't picking it up. It was, like, very early in the morning, and I kind of just blanked throughout the whole thing. So, I mean, that was heartbreaking <laughs> because it, it, if you feel, like, so small in that moment. Um but I guess, I mean, the day goes on, you have another audition, you have to recover from it, and you have to get back in the groove, so, yeah. Well said. All right, Rosanna, I'm going to go to you. Just describe for me a little bit the experience of watching your child go through this process, knowing 
as much as you've learned about the process and you've been someone who's paid attention you've gone to webinars you I know listen to this podcast constantly of course and so you feel like you know a lot about the process and you're an adult and you're what is it like to watch your child whom you love go through this process as a bystander Lots of emotions. I'm just, I'm just so happy to be able to support her and be there for her to follow her passion and try to achieve what she wants to achieve. Um, I'm so proud of her that she's so brave to go on to this journey. Not a lot of people can do it. Um, and I'm actually just really enjoying this process now that all the application stuff's gone and all that, you know, nonsense and all the deadlines this this part of it is just I'm really enjoying the time we're having such a great time traveling together and I know that this time is very limited and I'm sad as I think about she may leave me um, we're hoping she does that she doesn't just stay with you for another year yeah we're hoping this works I just don't out don't want her to go too far away so um, but I'm just like my heart is so full and this has come at a time that I really needed this um, just I don't know it's just I've just really loved going on this journey with her and just watching her fulfill her dream basically and what advice would you give to other parents now having gone through the process so maybe there's a parent of a junior who's already maybe met at MTCA so they, they now have some support what advice would you give them as they go through this process looking at the year ahead definitely lean on MTCA throughout this entire process because they, you guys do know what you're doing <laughs> um, you just it's hard for somebody that, to come into this not knowing anything anything at all about this process and you guys have been doing this for so long and you know so what's, long. what's to you know what's to come and you know the best advice to give and to, to yeah and to guide on the journey step by step you know when to pull us off of the ledge and you know when to pump us up and um, at the right time too and um, we're just so grateful for your support and you guys you know you guys are the best you really have helped us throughout this entire process step every step of the way so sweet okay so now this is for both of you as we're midway through Unifieds you know about in the next couple weeks next month you're gonna really start receiving results and making decisions what are you trying to hold on to from each school how, how are you synthesizing the information of the auditions what you're hearing feedback etc how are you collecting and synthesizing this now to move forward into decisions mm. I mean it's definitely overwhelming because there are so many different schools with so many different characteristics and to evaluate that all sort of abstractly from a distance like in your own little brain like just trying to see what work what works best for you is really difficult but I think we're gonna try to visit as as much as possible because I feel like that's definitely to sort of get like a tangible feel of what each school is gonna feel like um, that's definitely gonna help in terms of but it, it's quite difficult like I am um, that's Especially with a little brain I mean what are you supposed to do? <laughs> But I also think it's very helpful to do as many in-person auditions as possible because you do kind of get a feel for, you know, yeah. the school through who's holding the auditions, the info yeah. sessions, and sometimes you don't get that on Zoom. You're like just the next appointment. Mm. Yeah. You don't get a feel, and I think that that's important. That first connection is kind of important, the yeah. first impression type of thing. Mm -hmm. So it has helped yeah. us. Maybe we'll be able to answer this question better once we've made yeah, it. We'll have to do a follow-up <laughs> interview. Okay, my last question, and then I'll let you guys go. Midway through the day, right, we're partway through, midway through the week. What are you doing to kind of get yourself psychologically prepared for the next audition? So how do we get, we got no more big auditions coming this week. How do we get ourselves back in that psychologically prepared place this week? 
I mean, something that I've discovered really helps me is listening to, like, soul music, like, funk music. That really always gets me, like, my juices flowing. I'm thinking, like, the theme song to Map in the College Edition is sort of a... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, everybody has their own niche of what music, like, feeds their soul. For Mm -hmm. me, that's, like, Aretha Franklin, you know, like... Stevie Wonder. I feel mm. like that just like gets my my going. yeah. So you're outside the audition room. You pop it yeah. in the ears, and you're getting getting your soul filled yeah, back up yeah, to 100. Yeah. percent I love it. And then what about you, Rosanna? How are you getting yourself in the uh, a psychologically healthy place as you navigate the week? Well, you know, one thing we the first thing we did when we got here is we treated ourselves to a massage. Mm. Yeah. On on my advice, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Not on my dollar. Let's be clear. <laughs> um, because this whole time the last couple months have been so intense and we've been on the go 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 and I was like you know what we just need to take a breather just relax treat ourselves a little bit so we can regroup our mind and our bodies too mm-hmm. because this is rough on the kids yeah. too with these dance calls and everything she's got bruises all over <laughs> I mean <laughs> so those are not from MTCA no so I'm kind of there just to give like that type of support like yeah. just remember to relax we also went prom shopping mm. prom dress shopping prom yeah. dress shopping while, while in Chicago yes, we went yeah. what do we pick something out oh yeah it's so pretty do you want to describe it to the people Hot pink, hot pink feathers, yes, and train. There's yep. a train. Hot pink feathers and train. That's all you need. To know. Well, thank you, Brian. That was so Wait, nice. Oh, there's one more. One more recommendation. Yes, it's a bonus. For all future musical theater college applicants, mm. get your supplements done early, mm-hmm. please. Yeah, I'm begging you. I didn't, and I would have got my applications done so much sooner if I had, and would have been able to enjoy my fall more. Mm-hmm. So, please. Please, dear God, get them done early. We are literally begging and praying <laughs> you get those supplements done. No, that is important. Yeah. It just it's great advice. Okay, now we start getting a bit silly with a few of these. Uh, this is the great Callista Zajac, currently a USC MT. Um, and this was where there were a lot of ghost stories being told at Unifieds for this um, for a couple days here. I'm not sure why those were leading. I think there is some old Palmer House ghost story that sometimes gets told or retold or gets passed down through the things. So anyway, Callista was the right person to tell this. Um, I think she had told a lot of ghost stories and then some of them ended up um, being recorded in this interview here. But I guess you'll have to reach out to her specifically to catch all the, the true tea of the, uh, the ghost stories. Um, I will also say my apologies. This is one where the green room was really loud while we recorded this. I think it was kind of, there was kind of a fun energy going on and just a lot of people in the green room at that moment. Um, and I do think my microphone game was not as aggressive as it should have been. I should have had the thing a little bit more in each other's mouths. I think I'd blown the mic out, so I was getting a little scared of it. But, um, yeah, I think you, you could have heard this a little bit better. What can I say? You know, we do our best. But I hope you enjoy the interview with Calista. We interrupt this previously scheduled Unified's um, podcast interview to talk a little bit about the haunting that has happened at Chicago Unified. Can you tell us a little bit about the haunting that you've experienced or heard about in uh, Chicago Palmer House? I've definitely heard that the Palmer's like a bit notorious for spirits, but I haven't like felt any paranormal energy. Is this what you're searching for most of the week? Uh, maybe. I definitely like when I walked in, I've never been in the Palmer. It kind of feels like Tower of Terror, but not like it gives Tower of Terror vibes, Uh like the ride, but Uh if it was clean inside and not Uh like cobwebs everywhere, like that's definitely the architecture, (laughs) like the vibe. But I haven't felt any like 
It's Tower of Terror vibes at Walmart. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's just as scary too with all these theater kids. I love it. Okay, tell me a little bit of what you've learned from the process. You're now done, yes? Oh, yeah. What have you learned from the experience of Chicago Unifieds and really your auditions in general? Um, I've learned a lot about auditioning, I think. Um, I think going like audition to audition to audition, you kind of lose like the nervous energy sometimes. And I learned a lot too about like dance auditions. That was something that kind of intimidated me before. And just by doing so many, I learned a lot of the time that the people, I guess, adjudicating are looking more for personality. And it's okay to make mistakes and they don't expect perfection. And I know when you hear that, it's like, oh, okay, but I still want to be perfect. But at the end of the day, like they're looking for performance. Um, even at Penn State, um, the person teaching the dance was telling us that this is a BFA musical theater. Like you're not getting a BFA thing. So if you if you do anything, like make sure your face is there. And if you get the steps, then that's an added bonus. So I think I learned that. And Learning while you're auditioning. Um, what are you thinking about in the next couple steps? So now you got the next two months, you're going to be getting some results, figuring out what's going on. What are you hoping to carry forward as you now look at acceptances and wait lists and trying to navigate all that? Um, it's like kind of freaky because it's like now it's all done and I just kind of wait. So I'm going to just try to find ways to occupy myself while I'm waiting. But I also kind of learned like my mind is like completely different than it was in the beginning. Or if you would have asked me like two years ago, like, oh, like, where do you think you're going to end up at school? It's like totally different than how I am now. And I guess I kind of just learned that like you have to evaluate like a school for yourself. You can't just go based off of like, oh, like this is what I heard from my friends or like this is what I saw on the internet. Cause yeah, because sometimes like the most prestigious schools or like the schools that you thought for sure were like gonna be your top. Sometimes you go there and or you just meet the people and you go, okay, well maybe this isn't exactly what I thought, or like hey maybe this isn't exactly for me. So I think there were some schools that I maybe like weren't on my radar that now I'm like, oh my gosh, like I want to go there. So I just think like my perspective really changed. So that was kind of um, tell me, what's one thing you wish you did differently in this process? Over the course of last year, what's something if you could go back and go, whoops, I would have told myself, don't do this. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think. Or anything you think you did really well that you go, I really would definitely do this. I'm glad I started this earlier, jumped on this thing. Yeah, I would just say like starting everything early and like just keeping organized. What I think I did really well was doing auditions like in November and December. Like, I'm so glad. Well, my mom too was like really helpful with like getting me to plan auditions earlier, earlier on. So I say like if you can do auditions in November, December, like if that's possible for you, definitely do that because then it meant that in January and February, like I was able to get all my auditions done. So I was. I think I ended up with Watkins auditioning for like 25 schools mm -hmm. virtually too. But like, if I wouldn't have done schools earlier mm -hmm. on in the process, like I would have had to drop drop schools because right. I just wouldn't have worked on my schedule, and that would have been sad. Yeah. Anything else that you want to tell the people could be ghost or audition related. Oh my gosh, ghost related. If you are in a haunted, <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. If you're in like a haunted hotel, uh -huh. I kind of do believe in ghosts, but like scary spirits latch on to vulnerable people. Vulnerable people. And artists so, are vulnerable people. Right. Right. So if you are, here's a reason not to be nervous about your audition. If you are nervous, the spirits smell. The ghosts will get you. 
so well, they will get you. What if you're, if you're being artistically vulnerable? What if you're being open to your pieces? Well, that's probably good, though. Okay, go But if you're, like, having a, you know... A panic attack. Not that, not, I mean, that happens to everybody, me too. But, like, maybe if there's any reason not to be anxiety-ridden, mm -hmm. it's because the ghosts in the, in the calmer will find you. So, to avoid um, ghosts, be don't be terrified of ghosts and or additions. That's yeah. what you're telling me? Yeah, ghosts latch on to scare people. That's fantastic, guys. Thank you for coming. Okay, all right. All right, and now we have a solo mother, um, Alicia Subervi. Um, this is a great family. I love uh, all of the, the members of the Subervi family, including she's the mother of Gabe, who's currently a Baldwin Wallace MT. And I think you'll be able to tell I'm a bit loopy in this one. I think it was just near the end of the day in the middle of a Chicago Unifieds, which, you know, for us, it's now the middle of Unifieds. We have these long days in the green room, and sometimes we get a little loopy. But um, we absolutely loved Alicia and the whole family. One of our rock star 2023 parents, I would say. Um, she actually, if you can believe it, just emailed us like a couple of days ago about a professional summer stock booking that Gabe just secured. So there you go. Way to go. We love to hear these kind of things. I'm going to read you a quote from Alicia's email to us, which current parents, can you believe this will be you in a year? She says, it feels so amazing to not be going through this process this year. Lol. Reflecting back, I can truly say that I love the experience and learned so much from everyone. May that be all of you. Enjoy. I am here with one of our wonderful MTCA parents, Alicia. Alicia, tell me a little bit about this process from the parent's perspective. What is it like watching your child go through this grueling process? Um, I have to say that I have seen so much learning and growth, mm. especially through the experience with MTCA. Hey now. When, when he first started to do the pre-screens and he sent the videos, now he sees his development and he's like, Mom, those pre-screens are horrible. I'm so much better now. So MDCA will give you horrible pre-screens. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> and I have to say all the work that he's done with his coaches, he had really four great phenomenal coaches and they're available all the time. One of them was actually on the way to the wedding and still called him to give him like that support to be like, Gabe, you're going to do great. So he's he's been loving it. So your coaches are losers. They have so much free time. They don't have anything going on in their lives. These are great things we're learning from Alicia. The one thing that I can tell you, having gone through this now with him, is that I don't know how you would survive and get through it without the support of a team. It's really, really challenging. And it's just the amount of growth and the confidence that I've seen in him, like build. Uh -huh. So it's, it's been a really great experience. And what do you feel like you've learned? Like if you were to give yourself advice now, you know, we met what almost a year ago, right? So now if you look back to when you were beginning the process, what do you feel like you know now that you'd want to tell yourself a year ago if you were to start the process over again? I would say tell parents, not to give up you do I, I have learned I'm already an organized person but I think I've learned even more about time management time management is huge and battling you know the scheduling of the applications to the schools getting materials ready um, the audition process the traveling just balancing all of that out as a parent I think you just have to be realistic about what the process is going to be like and work through it don't give up what do you do to de-stress? When the process gets stressful, what do you do to kind of shake some of that off? 
Well, what I've been doing, which I don't know if it's going to help for anybody else, but I listen to the podcast and I learn more about the schools. I think when you learn more about the schools, you hear directly from the people who are there and you do that background. It, it does provide an ease. So a routine that my son and I had is that on our way to an audition, we would re-listen to the podcast of that school just so it was fresh in his mind and it, it that really helped him that was re-listen so they listened once before but yeah. then they re-listened to the podcast <laughs> you heard it all here folks that was not she was not put up to that that was her own genuine answer alicia anything else we got to say to the people uh, i would say um it's hard um you can get through it your kids are gonna get through it don't give up but you have to really want this and if you really want this it's gonna be okay Okay, and next up, we have Ainsley Newton, currently attending Florida International MT. We love Ainsley. Ainsley started late sophomore year, very early in the process, and really attacked the process thoughtfully and strategically from day one. The Newtons were a two-time MTCA family. We have a few of those poor parents who've had to go through this process twice, or some of them even three times, and our heart goes out to them all. Enjoy Ainsley. Okay, I am joined by the wonderful Ainsley, who just had a very full Michigan audition. How are you feeling, full of, of excitement, anticipation, etc., from your Michigan audition? Where are you at in the world? Ooh, so um, when I just got out of my Michigan audition, um, I felt very winded down because um, I was just a nervous wreck before walking in that room. Um, and then I walk in, I give Michael my headshot and resume, I talk to the accompanist, and both of them are just so kind, so sweet. And for those of you who might be auditioning for Michigan next year, if you are in a room with Michael, you are in for a treat. Mm. Michael speaks the truth. Podcast guest, Michael McGovern. Yeah, huh? And, um, yeah, M Michigan, as big as it might be, it's just like another school at the end of the day. So don't treat it as if it's like, oh, there's all these other schools and then there's Michigan. Because that's how I walked in. Don't do that. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Okay, so now here we are. Say two, we're still in the middle of Unified's experiences in Chicago. What are you doing now to get from Michigan and, and to carry forward that energy but kind of reset yourself? How do you get yourself prepared for the next audition? Ooh, how do I get myself prepared for the next audition? Um... Well, especially because everyone is different. Everyone has their own different ways of, of getting ready for their audition. I usually just like to be alone, even though there's, like, people around me. I just take time to, like, center myself and breathe because, personally, I like feeling very zen. Mm -hmm. Especially before I walk into an audition room for, like, a school as big as Michigan or just any school in general. Um, I just take moments to center myself, breathe, think positive, and um, re-warm myself up. Like, literally every audition, re-warm yourself up as quiet or as loud as it may be. Re-warm yourself up. I love it. And you're someone who's gone through this process really intelligently. You've taken, you know, a, a, a large scope. You've been with us for a while. What do you feel like you've learned over the course of the process? And what has changed about your perspective? So maybe especially... Are there things that you're looking for in a school that were different than what you thought at 16, 15 when you started? You know, what, what have you learned about yourself and about the process as you've gone through it? Well, I started with MTCA about like late sophomore year, rough estimate. And um, at the time I was just um, meeting Leo, Charlie, and meeting with my coaches. And um, I have learned so much from doing MTCA. 
and um, keeping the material that I love as close and as authentic to myself as possible. And um, that's what schools are looking for, how you can make the material your own and um, how you can bring that into the real world. Because um, everyone, like, for example, if you're, um, if you're playing, um, like, every alphabet is different. Like, if you look at Adina Menzel's alphabet, look at um, MTC alum Talia Suskauer. Hey, you, better, you better shout it out. Yeah, MTC alum Talia Suskauer, the current alphabet on Broadway. Um, Future podcast guest, she's already booked. Oh, wow, I did not know that. <laughs> but yeah, like, every alphabet is different. Every Fanny Bryce is different. Every Christine Daae is different. Um, every Elder Bryce is different. Just getting all these different takes is, is what makes this so exciting. So, um, luckily, um, with the help of my amazing coaches, um, I learned to um, keep it as intimate if that makes any sense. Totally. And um, especially um, as someone who is neurodivergent, um, this is kind of like my language. Yeah. Especially because um, I come from an area where theater isn't as renowned, but it's in like everyone's lives. <laughs> and as you think about yourself as the specific human being that you are, and now making the shift over the next month, as we be kind of you become the customer, right? You get to pick which school you go to. What are you now thinking about as you go? Now, as I narrow down which program I'm actually going to say yes to, what are you hoping that program is going to give you? What are you hoping that you're going to get from a program that is really going to serve you well? Okay, so um, I look for in a school that can push me to be the best performer I can be. But um, again, as someone who is neurodivergent, I can only do so much because um, I really value mental health. And, um, and rest and self-care. And I just look for a school that can make me feel like I'm in a community of like-minded artists and just make, make it feel like home, wherever that may be. Um, any advice for future MTCA students who are, you know, maybe they're a junior they're, or like you, a sophomore, they're just beginning their process? Any advice that you'd give to them of going, here's how you think you can really do the process as well and wonderfully as you have done yourself? Ooh, advice for juniors. Ooh, so much. Um, take advantage of what your coaches tell you because your coaches will know best. And also, mock auditions, mock auditions, mock auditions. Those will help you greatly because, like, those mock auditions will help you be prepared for anything. Because I remember my mock audition. Charlie here was on my panel. Hey, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, Charlie here was on my panel. And um, as soon as I finished my material... Um, not to brag, but I have perfect pitch. Um, mm -hmm. Perfect pitch is on my special skills. The first thing said to me by Charlie was, sing a G. <laughs> and you did. We had a full perfect G song. <laughs> but yeah, um, those mocks will prepare you for anything. Just as as much as um, the co bleh, words. How do I put this into words? Your progression through your coaching only makes you better and ev and same thing with auditions every audition that you do makes you so much better especially when you do a walk-in take advantage of those walk-ins especially when you do unifieds because like just yesterday i had a walk-in i did i wasn't really interested in doing that many walk-ins but then i had a walk-in with drake and then i scheduled like three more walk-ins for the rest of the day and then today i have a walk-in tomorrow i have two and then thursday i have a walk-in with five town who loves mtca students boom and just recorded a podcast episode as well. Yeah, so take advantage of those walk-ins and, um, of course, rest, self-care. Um, do what's best for yourself. Um, oh, also, 
go to the webinars. Mm. They will help so much, especially because they discuss, um, like, like for example, phase one, applications, common app, etc. They will do, like, webinars that discuss all the nitty-gritty details. And then phase two comes, it's audition season. Then it's phase three, what's next? Phase four, are you still part of MTCA? So <laughs> go to the webinars. Like, take take advantage of what of what this what the audition process has to offer and um it's it's so worth it in the end we love you Ainsley. thanks so much for the time <laughs> thank you so much and next up we have the wonderful becky and kate gould uh kate is currently attending syracuse mt and becky is her mother Oh my, uh, some self-aggrandizing cringe moments from me here, I think that you're about to hear. At the beginning, I'm joking a bit with Becky because her daughter, Kate, did TPAP with me. And the first thing she said to me literally on day one of TPAP was, oh my God, my mom is such a huge fan of yours. She's like obsessed with you. And I just never let Kate or Becky forget it. Um, that was probably one of the first times that I've been like, what? Someone thinks of me like a celebrity from this very podcast. And hopefully I've grown a little bit more mature and will be nicer to future parents and students who tell me things like that. But luckily, Becky is such a great sport. They both are, of course. But you're going to hear me kind of poking fun at them a little bit uh, in this interview. I hope you enjoy. All right. We are here with the amazing Becky. Now, Becky, um, you are an OG podcast fan. What is it like to meet one of your idols, you know? <laughs> She's stunned. This is a stunned face for those not watching the video feed here. Um, yeah, what it, yeah, what is it like? To, yeah, that's, I, I was the idol in question. Oh, that wasn't absolutely. obvious. Absolutely. You know, the great thing about you is I feel like I've known you my whole life. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been um, so wonderful and... Um, you know, the podcast is, I think because we listen to the podcast so much, it's like you're in our living room, you're in our car, you're you're everywhere with us. And so we do honestly feel like we know you and it's been so fun to go through this experience with MTCA. So now as you record for the podcast, are you having a Truman Show-like moment knowing you will sometime listen to your voice back later and catch yourself on your favorite podcast? <laughs> Absolutely. That'd be fabulous. Um. Okay, in all seriousness, let's talk a little bit about, you just finished Unifieds. Day three, the, the tired eyes, for those not watching the video feed, there is no video feed. Um, the tired eyes are real. What, was, what did you learn from this experience? From these, I mean, certainly the whole college experience, but especially these three days of Unifieds. What do you feel like you've learned? I feel like that I've learned that this has been an important part of the process. I wondered if Unifieds was necessary, if you could do it a different way. And I think the energy, the camaraderie with the kids, the positivity, um, the program heads, just just seeing them as people walking around the hotel, and um, it makes the process very um, more homey, I think, um, and less intimidating. It's made the whole process feel like, okay, this is going to work out. It, everyone's in this together, um, and from a distance, it doesn't feel that way. So it's a feeling that you leave with that's really actually positive, and I wasn't expecting to get that from this weekend. What is you? What about as you look forward to the next stage of the process? So you're in this phase right now, still auditioning, but now really the acceptances and the waitlists and the deferrals and the rejections are all going to start rolling in. What are you trying to kind of carry forward from this unified experience, from the audition experience? What are you carrying forward into that next process of receiving results? Oh, wow. I think as a parent, just um, just having some peace and in, in taking care of myself so that um, I can be that 
calm voice um, and also really, really knowing in the depth of my being after being here this weekend and talking to people, and it sounds so cliche, but it really does work out. Um, and there are a lot of options out there. And like, for example, we, we ran into a program head from a school that we didn't know much about. And talking to him, and, and I think that would be a place she might consider because of that conversation. And so understanding that it's not the name or it's not, that it really is finding the right fit. And for some weird reason after this weekend, I'm like, okay, this is going to work out. This is all going to work out the way it should. And y'all have said that all along, but it's a feeling that now I feel it. Um, but I think taking care of, of us and um, so that when the, all these things start coming, it gets very, it's going to get chaotic. It's going to be kind of like the pre-screen. It's kind of going to roll back the way it was with pre-screens. Right. Um, and so just remaining calm and open, um, just open to what this is, what, and like Kate says, you know, I, the process picks me. I don't really pick the process. So being open to mm. what we have in store for us. That's such good advice. All right. Now, what if I asked you to talk to one of our junior parents who's just starting now, looking at Unified to your way, what advice would you give them over the course of the next year that you, that either worked for you or something that you wish you did a little differently in your process? Oh, wow. How much time do you have? We have as much time <laughs> as you need. These episodes do not have a time limit. Um, Wow. Um, well, for one, I would say get on the podcast immediately. <laughs> That's not an option for all families. Let's be clear. I mean, just listen to all of those and, and start a shared notes and take notes like, you know, with because, you know, they're long, they're deep dives. And so take notes of those and share that with your, you know, whether your kid's listening, your husband's listening, you're listening, mm-hmm. share that with the family because then you can refer back to it because it's amazing how much you forget. I mean, there's a lot of information. I mean, it's a deep dive and the programs are also different. So I would say do that. Keep a shared notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also say a, a Google Drive with everything in it mm-hmm. so that, you know, you can stay super organized um, because it doesn't matter who is helping you or what coach you have. At the end of the day, you still have to keep the stuff organized and um, the the Excel spreadsheet, the, um, you know, that that process was so overwhelming Mm -hmm. and it kind of snuck up on us a little bit. Um, So you're telling me you had a notes app, an Excel spreadsheet and a drive. You have three different organizational (laughs) methods. No, 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 just the shared notes, the shared notes and the Google Google. drive. And then he's not a Google. So dad gets Excel, you have Google, someone else got a notes app, you take notes on TikTok. Very interesting. And then we're now marriage counseling. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That'll be my next podcast, which is marriage counseling with Charlie and Elizabeth. thing I would say is that, and y'all have said this from the beginning, but the school list is uh-huh. so important. And I don't, and I would have started that way earlier uh-huh. in junior year through the, and I would have, I would have spent more, we would have spent more time on that. Uh-huh. Um, because you really don't, you're just grabbing, you're just like, oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. I mean, you know, and you've got, the list is so big. And so you're like, well, it's so big. I don't need to really know that much about it. Well, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I would have helped her spend more time on that. I think we're hearing um, a, a little chirping of another celebrity sighting. Is it the wonderful Kate? Kate, did you want to add into your mom's answer? Sorry, I'm over here like listening like, oh, I just, oh, maybe. Yeah, no, I have something to add to that. Full on gawker over here trying to get in on the celebrity sightings. What do you got? Um, also, be weary of like. I added a ton of colleges after I had already finalized my list because I went to Pittsburgh Unifieds and I did walk-ins and 
I ended up really liking people that I didn't realize that I would start really liking. So I was like, oh, I can apply. It's not that hard to just start another application on Common App or keep those Common App slots open because they only give you 20. Um, and like, it's just so easy to just submit an application now because it's on online. It's not like a paper thing or, you know, like that. Um, like, like us old folks used to do is what you're saying, Kate. We understand. Yeah, yeah. I'm referencing. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, Kate, tell me a little bit about, so here you are. You've now finished Unifieds. Are you done fully with auditions now? I have one more audition for Baldwin Wallace, which is on campus. On campus. Okay, so how did you psychologically navigate the process, specifically this week, but also just like as you were going from school to school, how did you get yourself up and prepare for each audition? How did you then wind down if you did after and yeah. bad audition, good audition? How did you sort of navigate the, the psychology of it all? Wow. Okay. Um, well, I wake up super early. I have a hard time waking up and like getting my mind open and like into the world. So waking up earlier than I probably usually would. Um, also, like I'm not really afraid. I feel bad for the people in the hotels, but I'm not really afraid to warm up fully. Let it go, baby. And Let it I go. I think that's probably the most important part. Is you get so self-conscious. Just don't. Just belt. It's. Eight in the morning. I, I mean, I feel bad for those people, but whatever. It's noon somewhere, exactly. <laughs> um, journaling is also like a huge thing for me, um, and like, cause I forget things in the audition. You're going at it, and you you come out of it, and you're like, what did I just do? So remembering and journaling everything down, writing who was in the room and their emails down, so you can send thank you notes, um, and trying to remember all of that. Um, I know we got to let you go because you have a flight to catch. Let me ask you, Jess, what is the craziest thing that's happened to you in an audition room in this process? Something a professor asked you to do, a flub, something that happened to you. What was sort of the most surprising, uh, unexpected curveball thrown at you? Well, okay, I haven't had anything like super crazy, luckily, but it's always awkward when the head of a program asks you what other schools you're uh-huh. applying to. Uh-huh. Ding, ding, ding. Is that a very common question? Yeah, you well. yeah. And, it, and it's like, how do I respond to this in a smart, thoughtful mm-hmm. way? And how to you, what did you say? Um, so I just said similar schools to the school that asked me about this. But it also was kind of awkward because he was like, well, I went to this school and I don't think I got the training I needed. And so you're not very good. Oh, I'm I sorry. Like, I, th- oh. I thought I was going to come train with you, yeah. but I guess if you didn't get good training, then maybe I won't like, train with you. I'm getting mixed signals. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's always awkward because then it's like, how do I respond to that? Uh, it's so weird. Oh, such well, a I'll weird. tell you one of the... What, yeah, this is, we're back to back. Yeah. Okay, um, so I was at the bar... Um, at the Palmer Where the real acceptance has happened. <laughs> I, I mean, talking this, I didn't have my glasses on. I couldn't see. So the man sitting next to me, I said, can you sign my, my check for me? Because I can't, I can't see. Can you put 20% tip and sign it? He looked like a dad. So I started just talking to him. And I was like, is this the craziest thing? And, you know, I, and it was ahead of a program. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Most awkward moment. Uh-huh. So I will just put that out there that you just never know that who I, I, who's there. And I was like, yeah. And I go, it was just hilarious. He looked he was like looked like a dad. And I was like, are you here with your you know kiddo? And anyway, so. all my kiddos, my yeah, future all kiddos. My kiddos. But it was it was it was kind of cool because you're like, okay, well they're just you know they're just people too. And so it made the whole pro. It just kind of has made it a more comfortable process. Um, and I, I've loved that part of it. And yeah. so we just saw him again in the hall. I was like, hey, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> we love it. All right, Becky, Kate, I know you have a flight to catch. Thank, Thank you for the time. Thank you. Thank you. And keep going, Charlie. We love it. 
And next up, we've got Belle Trask. Belle is currently attending Slippery Rock MT, and we get an on-the-spot live-action acceptance in this uh, episode here. Um, these are such a fun part of Unifieds for me and Leo to hear about, both the, the great audition experiences, how those successes happen, whether it's uh, about adjustments they get or interview questions or things that go well, and then sometimes we actually get actual results, whether those are from early auditions like this or maybe hearing from an earlier city or an on-campus audition you've done, um, or sometimes those just crazy fast turnarounds. You could audition on a Monday and here on a Wednesday. It happens. It's crazy, but it happens. Um, Bell doesn't even end up choosing SMU, right? But that doesn't dampen the excitement of the yes. Getting invited to the dance still feels good, even if you choose to go with someone else. Um, so I hope you enjoy this and we can celebrate Bell's success together. May you all have similar experiences. Okay, we are here with Bell. Exciting day one, Chicago Unified. Bell, tell us a little bit about how your day has been going. It's been going pretty good. I had two really great auditions. Um, and fun fact about yesterday, I know that's not today, but yesterday I heard back from SMU and heard I got an acceptance. Heck yes, Belle. We're so excited. Okay, so how do you carry forward that momentum? You get an acceptance from SMU. How do you build throughout the week as we're on day one? You're going to day two. You're going to day three. How are you going to try to carry that forward throughout the week? I mean, I'm just a really energetic person. I mean, I just like, I just like keep my hopes up and, you know, like got to stay positive. Mm, so so true um what is something what is the weirdest thing that's happened to you so far in your auditions whether it's an adjustment an interview question what's the craziest thing that's happened as of now oh so when i was at new york unifieds i was meeting with the smu guy so funny actually and um he was talking to me and afterwards he pulled me and my dad into the room together and started to tell us about this carved meat place across the street and how good it was because we were we're also from texas and mm -hmm. he was telling us about this sauce that they had that they said was really spicy and he tried it and he was like it wasn't spicy at all us Texans get it and as somebody who doesn't eat spicy food I didn't understand mm -mm. but I just laughed along you know and then he said that he tried a different sauce and it was spicy so mm -hmm. so trying to connect over carved meats yes. is that what you expected your audition experience to be um, for musical theater colleges um, no, I wouldn't say so, but like, you know, you always got to keep an open mind with theater people. You really never know. You never know. So true. So true. Bell, uh, do you have any advice for, you know, let's say there's a junior out there who's listening to this, who's thinking about starting the process. What do you advise them to do? What are you, what are you glad you did or what do you wish you'd done differently? So you just have to remember that everybody here is rooting you on. Nobody here is against you. Um, and remember that everybody in those rooms isn't hoping on your downfall. They're all cheering you on and they want good kids in their school and then you just have to stay positive and remember that there shouldn't be anxiety around this this should just be like you're meeting new people and getting your name out there type stuff i love it bell any other words for the people anything else you feel like you need to get out there um to your your many fans um live laugh love uh, musical theater thank you <laughs> live laugh love musical theater you've heard it here folks that was bell and next up Talk about a loopy interview you're about to hear. Uh, this is Braden Bambino, who's currently at Michigan MT. Uh, Braden had hung out in the green room, all of New York City. We got in a chat a lot there. And there was this like running joke, which, which now feels like it was 20 years ago, even though it was so present at the time, uh, that a few of his fellow MTCers had become celebrities because they did this viral TikTok of them singing One Day More. Earlier, we actually heard Kyler, who was in that video. Brielle was uh, in that video and was in the green room a lot as well. 
But Braden was a very good sport about me continuing to try to pop the bubble of his ever-expanding head. Um, I think he could sense things were going very well for him um, throughout this experience, and he was kind of consciously trying to stay humble himself and in the moment, and I think did a really great job of it. So when you hear us making fun of him as blue shirt guy, which I guess is what they called him on the TikTok, that's what we're talking about. Uh, and yeah, Braden was a great sport about it. I can't believe I just said the TikTok. I don't think I've ever sounded older. I hope you enjoy. Okay, I'm here with the wonderful Brayden. Um, we're at end of day one mm-hmm. Unifieds here in Chicago. Brayden, tell me a little bit about your Chicago Unifieds experience and how it compares to New York City Unifieds. You know, um, New York City Unifieds... Brayden, there's no need to whisper. I don't know why you're whispering. <laughs> um, New York Unifieds was a lot of fun. Okay, there's also no need to shout. I don't mean to give you notes, Brayden, but you can just speak at a normal voice the way that I am doing. It would be great. Um, is this a good tone? Cool. Oh, so you don't ask questions, Braden. Please continue. <laughs> um, New York Unifieds was, um, uh, uh, um, I don't even know. They, they feel the same. Are you flustered now, Braden? Are you flustered? I'm very flustered. What do you do when you get flustered in an audition situation? How do you power through? Um, I listen to some music, and uh, but especially before I went to audition, I'll t- and I'll take a walk. I noticed you said you don't listen to Mapping the Calls Audition as a way to... Set yourself up for auditions. That's fine. Yeah. Some some of our students have been doing that, sure, but apparently sure. not okay, you, cool. Brayden. Um, Brayden, uh, uh, let me ask that question a little more seriously. Okay, Tell me about uh, your Chicago experience and how it differs from New York. Uh, no, Chicago um, has been fantastic. It's a little more hectic because I feel like it's all like in one place, and we're all like living here for a few days. Yeah. So for those of you, Brayden has just gone into 1.25 speed. In case you um, noticed what just happened there. <laughs> um. I, don't, I lose my train of thought. He's getting self-conscious now, <laughs> hyper-conscious. Because of Brayden, let me ask you this. Um, you have been identified as blue shirt guy. Mm. Blue shirt guy from the viral TikTok that occurred on the ticks and the talks. Um, what is it like to be a, a celebrity at uh, the Palmer House? Um, it, it's actually fantastic. I've got recognized a few times, even by um, the wonderful Chris McCarroll. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, I, um, he recognized my One Day More TikTok, where I was in the blue shirt. I've gotten um, some from um, me and Brielle. Did a, um, the world remember us? Um, Brielle and I, yeah. Yep, Brielle and I. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I meant. Um, and uh, uh, I got recognized from that a few times. So it, it's it's quite fun. I've made some few. I've, I've made some friends off of it. Now it seems like you've chosen not to continue with your own branding by wearing blue shirts. Mm-hmm. Is that a, a conscious choice to sort of say you can't put me in a box? You've listened to the MTC advice that you're not typeable. Yes, I um, definitely was not wearing a blue shirt earlier today for my Michigan audition because mm-hmm. um, I do not put myself in a box, mm-hmm. even though I definitely was. Even though they do tell you to go blue there. Yes, absolutely go blue. Um, I did wear a very blue shirt today, uh, but um, it wasn't the same blue shirt. So it was a, it, this one was a darker blue. So mm-hmm. so people didn't really recognize me because that blue shirt is so um, outstanding, right? Yeah. yeah. On a more serious note, mm-hmm. any advice that you give to young people who are trying to pursue this uh, this process? Is you know, if you think back after a year of what you've done and what you've learned, what would you tell to a young person who's just beginning their process with the college edition? Sure. Um, I'd say it's. Uh, um, we're all going through it. Just relax. Um, I, I feel like the the worst, like uh, the the best moments I've had are when I was just like like when I went into a walk-in and I was like, oh cool, I'm doing this for fun. And my best auditions have come out of walk-ins, and I've just felt cool and good. And then I went into a regular um, audition, and uh, I felt relaxed. And it, the worst auditions I've had are when I'm like, oh god, I I, I have a walk-in coming up, and it's uh, not going to go well, and I'm really or not a walk-in an appointment coming up, and I'm really nervous. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Sterling advice, Braden. Anything else that you got to say to the people? Anything else we need to know? Um, follow me on Instagram at Braden underscore. I'm sorry. The podcast just broke, it, broke out at that point. We ended it. Braden, thank you so much for the time. Uh, we appreciate you. And next up, we have Diana Camuzzi, uh, mom of Marco, who is currently attending Belmont MT. Diana is such a sweet mom. I mean, she clearly, we sense it the entire time in the green room, really adores her son and was so supportive of him throughout the process. I just, I loved watching her beam at Marco as he rode the high highs of his adrenaline and then those tough lows too that you experience throughout the whole process. So um, she really reminded me a lot of my mom and kind of her unflagging support and adoration. And even a little bit of that idea of like, where did this crazy actor kid come from in me? How did, how did I give birth to this person this artist this you know wacky kid um which i know my mom always felt she was like where why are you silly i don't understand um and i think a lot of our parents can identify with is like where did this artist come from uh, we're both mathematicians or whatever so i hope you enjoy hearing diana okay we are here with diana one of our wonderful parents mtca parents now i would just love to hear a little bit about what is your experience day one of unifieds what is your experience watching your child go through this process and not being able to control it? What does it feel like, you know, in terms of how you're able to help, how you're able to observe? What is it like from the parent perspective? Well, I consider myself his part of his support staff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's exciting for me, and in many ways, I, I almost feel like I'm enjoying this vicariously through him. So I'm literally just a support staff. I try to help as much as I can. I really try to, you know, we coordinate. And coordinating, I think, is important. Leo talks about it all the time. What schools are you going to try to do for walk-ins? Okay, that's what you're going to do. I'm going to go try to the other side of the um, center and try to walk, get you some walk-ins there, and then we coordinate the schedules that way. And so and are you an ear out the door kind of parent? Are you listening to all the singing and dancing as it's happening? No. I mean, I have for some mm-hmm. if I happen to be there, but I don't necessarily need to be there. So for some I do and for some I don't. Like this afternoon I'll probably go work out and let him do his thing. Okay, there's no need to brag, Dan. We understand. You're in fantastic shape. Um, what about... What about the post? Uh, what about the post audition synthesis? Do you guys discuss afterward? Here's how it went. Here's how it didn't go. Yes, we do. We do. We talk about it, and usually over dinner. We love. Um, what advice would you give to parents who are just starting out with maybe a junior in this process, just looking to build their list, begin the process? What would you say to yourself a year ago when you were just diving into all this? I think I would have researched the schools more and what they had to offer. And I think that's what was the hardest part, not knowing what school was right for my student, my child, because I didn't know exactly what those schools offered, like which ones are more musically oriented, which ones are more dance oriented. So that kind of gives you a better idea on how to form your list, and that's what I think I I would have done better if I were doing it again. You mean if you'd listened to more of Map and College Edition yes. on... Yeah. I, I Unfortunately, I started a little late, I'll be honest with uh, you, and then when I discovered it, I was like, this is awesome. Such a tragedy. Such a tragedy that none of you out there are going to experience. I started that earlier, like a year ago, for sure. I didn't start that probably, to, I don't know, just a few months ago, maybe mm. September, mm. I was late to the game. Big error, big error. Well, but you do such a great job. Yeah. That see, I'm like, I'm a pro now. I got this unified thing down. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dana, we hope you enjoy your workout, your penitence for your late starting of the podcast. Anything else you got to tell to the people? I think 
Everyone needs to sign up to MTCA and listen to your podcast. We love. Okay, thanks, Anna. <laughs> and next up, we've got Gabe Riccardi, currently attending Boco MT. Gabe gives you a lot of do as I say and not as I do kind of advice here. Um, I think he had a few kind of flying by the seat of your pants kinds of experiences. Um, I won't talk out of school for him, but I believe Gabe had some sort of issue with Boco in terms of like what they needed for him in scheduling his audition. Maybe he almost didn't get it scheduled, but then he did find a way to make it happen. And of course, that's where he ended up attending at at Boco. So great. Um, But I just remember there being a lot of stress around the situation at the time, though I don't remember all of the details. Um, But I do love him giving you the... I've got a secret for you mantra he's going to tell you in a a second here about that psychological competitiveness. We've been talking about that for the whole month. Um, And here's a real great example of what you can potentially do for that. So enjoy Gabe. Gabe, we've got you here on the pod. Gabe, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling so good. First day of Unifieds. Just finished a dance call. Now, Gabe, why are you doing that very weird voice that you're doing? Um, Just some of that. I'm an actor. I do acting things. Um, man. You, you, feel you, like need to be, you feel you need to be funny? Is that what's happening? There's no need to be funny. Just inspire the people, okay? You don't need to make them laugh. Well, let me tell you. Tell, tell us about um, your day. What have you been doing? Yeah, so I woke up in the morning. I made myself a little tea. I brought... No, uh, tell us a little bit more about, like, your auditions. Not like... Well, I, I thought... <laughs> not the morning section. Not the okay, okay. Shower. Well, we walked around. We uh, signed up for some walk-ins. Uh-huh. Um, I'm on some waiting list for some walk-ins. Uh-huh. Um, and then I did my first audition of the day with Oklahoma City. Shout out. Shout out Oklahoma City. Come on the pod, we're trying to sketch you. It was really fun. Um, we talked about the Eagles. I also did like artistic stuff and like sang and monologued for them, which was good. Um, unfortunately not. I mean, I know that's like big, big topic. Yeah. Okay, but let me ask you a serious question, okay? What advice would you give yourself if you could restart this process over now, what's the advice you'd give yourself when you're just beginning your journey now with all that you know now? Other than listening to the podcast. Other than listening to the pod, map the college edition available wherever you download podcasts. <laughs> um, don't procrastinate. Do all your stuff on time. If someone emails you and says, hey, can you film this dance call? Film it. Um, <laughs> Learn, learn, your, learn, learn your monologues, learn your songs so you're ready for those coachings. Um, and I guess like for my first couple auditions, Leo now does this like pep talk. Um, but at the end he says, I've got a secret for you. For you. I'm attending your school in the fall. And really, if you think about that before you go into a room, I mean before my Emerson audition, which is one of my favorites, my mom was like, remember you have a secret. And I was like, oh, you're so right. And I walked into that room and I was so calm, did all my stuff, it went great. And yeah, that's what I would tell myself. Now Gabe, it sounds like the procrastination thing comes from personal experience. Do you want to tell us a little about that? Yeah, like doing work is really hard actually. Um, and, and yeah, I, 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 I love to procrastinate, you know, like, you know, like doing other things besides like doing the stuff you need to do is always, always seems like a good idea. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, you, you made it. I made it like I may have been looking at monologue lines in New York Unifieds, but like, don't do that. You know, like, do not it. MTCA recommended. Not, um, no, don't like do as I say, not as I do. Um, you'll be great. Yeah. Anything else you got to share with the people, Gabe? Any other wonderful advice? I mean, listen to the podcast. It solved all my problems. Like, I may have procrastinated, but like, I listened to the podcast instead of learning my. I'm kidding. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Learn your lines. Um, 
but yeah, li- li- listen to the podcast. <laughs> it was great. Fantastic. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you, Gabe. And next up, we've got Adele Trapp, currently attending Colorado Boulder MT. And what a difference the sound in LA Unifieds is. Isn't it amazing? Same exact equipment, same phone, everything's the same recording-wise, but you hear the difference between a hot and a cold room. For anybody who's interested in like voiceovers, boy, you're gonna be able to tell the difference of what it sounds like in a giant conference room, which is where we were in LA, and this very cozy, carpeted Chicago suite with lots of bodies, lots of fabric, all that kind of thing. Um, also, you're going to hear Adele ask me a question at the end, and I'm going to feign technical difficulties. It's a bit of, she asked me about my college edition experience, um, but we're going to talk about that actually in our next artist episode. So a little teaser for you, and you'll hear why I didn't answer the question if you listen to our next our artist episode two weeks from now. But enjoy Adele. All right, here we are, day two of LA Unifieds. How are you feeling on day two? Tired. Tired uh, is a great answer. Tell us a little bit about how your auditions have been going. They've been going good. Leah wasn't in here, but I just had a whole package of Sour Patch Kids to wake myself up. So that was good. Um, I did a dance call. Yes. And that really got my blood flowing. Yes. And then I did my audition for Heart. Mm. And that went really well. Tell me a little bit about what you've learned from this process of Unified. So as you've been doing audition, 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 how, what have you learned about yourself as an auditioner? that I actually do better when I talk to people before I go in the room for some reason because then I don't have time to like freak out and, and get nervous uh-huh. about it. Um, that's one of the things. What that's... about, what would you do differently about this process? If you could go back and do it all again, now starting as a junior, let's say talking to our junior listeners now, what would you do differently if you could give yourself one note? I would learn how to sight read because the amount of schools that have asked me to do that and I'm like, Oh, I can try. I mean, yeah, I did have to do that yesterday. Our, our students in the green room are getting mad at us when they're like, you didn't tell me this school specifically was going to have me sight read. I was like, is that our job to tell you every single school? <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, tell us a little bit about that. You mentioned feeling a little anxious sometimes. What do you do other than chatting right before the room? What do you do to like set yourself up before, you know, before auditions to not get psyched out? How do you kind of psychologically prepare yourself? I, I tell my mom that she can't talk to me for a couple of seconds and then I, I go and I shake out like my hands and my body and I take a couple of deep breaths and then I, I remember to breathe in the room because that's something that I've been focusing on specifically with Unified is taking a breath while, like right before I start so that I'm like grounded in the room. Okay, I'm going to have you give a little advice to your future self. Mm-hmm. So a month from now, you're going to be swimming in results, trying to figure it out, trying to make a final decision. What are you gonna? What advice do you want to give to that yourself in April, yourself as you're starting to round toward a final decision? What are you hoping that you remember in that specific craziness? I think don't choose a school based on its closeness to home because you're scared to leave. Choose it because of like your connection with the program and the people there. And, yeah. I love it. Any other things you got to say to the people? Join MTCA. Hey, that's a great answer. <laughs> and now, do you have questions for us? I heard you were going to try to yes. interview me a little bit. So, how many schools did you apply to when you were doing this process? Oh, we're having some technical difficulties now, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> the mic is not going to... And last but not least, we've got Ashley Ha. Uh, Ashley is currently a BOCO MT. That's Boston Conservatory MT. And so fun for me to listen to this, especially since Ashley and I just recorded a home and home podcast interview together. So you'll hear us, we talk about Ashley's podcast in this interview, and then you get to hear us um, doing a whole interview together, a longer podcast, which is coming out as our next artist episode. 
If you enjoy the two of us chatting together, you got a whole hour of it in your future. Um, here, Ashley reflects back a bit on her own LA Unifieds experience. And I'll say in a larger interview, she even references that she thinks she would give different advice now, which is now a year later when we record, than she does in this interview. So uh, enjoy that as a little bit of a meta moment for me, having just recorded that a couple weeks ago. Wonderful Ashley. Ashley, I hear you have a rival podcast almost as popular as Mapping the College Edition. Do you want to tell me a little bit about it? Yes, so it is called Broadway Corner with Ashley Haw, mm. and it's on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Anchor, whatever you want, whatever you can find it on, it's everywhere. Uh, and it's a Broadway podcast where most recently we've been talking to a lot of the cast of K pop about mm. either their college journeys, how they became performers, their experiences in the show K pop, and what they're doing after that and so it's just really really fun it's just a bunch of chill conversations and we're having a lot of fun we enjoy fun and chill <laughs> conversations here you can listen to that after you finished every episode of mapping the college edition um actually tell me a little we're here at la unifies tell me a little bit about your la unifies experience how's it going for you so far it's been very busy and very exhausting, but mm. also extremely, like we said, fun. I've already done four actual auditions and two, no, three dance calls and five actual auditions. Oof. And so my body is tired, but <laughs> I'm ready for four more at least today. Um, wow. And just, yeah, just ready to play. <laughs> what do you feel like this experience, and now it could be about Unifieds, but also the larger experience. What do you feel like you've learned about yourself in the process? What have you, what, you know, from when you started to now, what do you feel like you've gleaned from this whole process? I feel like I kind of started at zero and had to jump straight to 100 when I started at MTCA. I didn't start with as a junior, I started at right in the summer before mm -hmm. I became a senior, and so it was kind of a lot of information going at once. But now knowing what I know, it's just really great having you know so many options now that could be potentially places I could go to and knowing that you know it'll just the way it'll it'll happen the way that it's supposed to happen and so even though I have a lot of anxiety I just need to put it to bed and just know that whatever is gonna happen is gonna happen in the way that it's supposed to I love it now if you could go back and tell if you're starting the process all over again other than maybe starting earlier which I think is good advice but but you've started a perfectly reasonable time now what would you go back and do differently if you're like okay now if I could talk to my junior yourself, I would do what? I think honestly, if I was a junior, I would have just started trying to do more dancing in um, class and just, you know, I was doing vocal training and mm -hmm. not as much acting training, but just, I guess, starting earlier, like you said. But honestly, I do feel like I started at a good time and that I didn't feel too behind. I think I did it some places, but then when I did the mock and when I came here, then I was like, okay, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And there's really nothing else I would really change. What is the most surprising thing that's happened to you in an audition room? So it could be a weird adjustment, a funny interview question. What's the thing, like, obviously with a mock, we try to prepare you for everything, but what's the thing that you're like, whoop, wasn't totally ready for that? I feel like MTCA really just prepared me for everything. Like Good all the answer. questions. I always love doing interviews and just talking to people as human beings. Um, and, you know, especially talking to an accompanist, knowing the respectful manner to do so. And just, I don't know, I think MTCA really just prepares you for anything that could come up and just, it allows you to just be present and a person. <laughs> Love these answers, Ash. This is good. We're advertising for your podcast. You're advertising for MTCA. Everything's great about that. <laughs> um, just talk to me a little, as you look at toward the next phase of your process. So as you think about, all right, now we're going to be getting acceptances coming in. You know, get results from all your schools within the course of the next month. What are you hoping to kind of carry forward from this process of what you've evaluated? Have you done any journaling? How have you kind of notated your audition experiences now as you move forward into decision making time? I think in terms of like the decision-making time, just taking it day by day, not jumping to conclusions of, 
they might have been thinking if I was auditioning and you know all of those crazy things that you can go in a downward spiral um, and just taking it as it comes and then maybe try to fill my time with some more hobbies or just something that isn't musical Podcasting, theater yeah. yes <laughs> or, well, even though that is musical theater in Broadway um, just trying to like you know stay focused but also understand that I don't have to only think about that and allow myself to breathe a little bit more um, and yeah I'm really excited to just see the results obviously there's gonna be rejection acceptances wait lists which is a whole other thing um, but just I don't know I think I'm just ready for everything to come and hopefully it'll be good <laughs> you mentioned that you have anxiety which I think a lot of people your age the vast majority actually of students your age come in with a high level of anxiety even if you're not a particularly anxious person this is such an anxious um, causing process what do you do you know you form our auditions today what do you do psychologically to prepare yourself for the audition so how do you get yourself in a place where maybe you're not going to be completely zen but you're able to bring your best self in the audition room how do you quell the anxiety or, or harness it or whatever you do to get yourself ready as psychologically as possible I think I honestly don't do too much where I just try not to either think about the audition. I had pace on Friday and so I had that entire morning until about you know afternoon time where I'd actually go and do the dance call, do the singing acting call. Um, and so you know I just took a shower, like did my hair, got all prepared and I, I tried not to think too much about what I was about to do because I know when I do that it gets really overwhelming mm -hmm. and then I freak out um, and then when you're in the waiting I just like to really just stay still maybe just stay in my own head not to have too many distractions mm -hmm. or people talking to me or something before I go in a room just because I think again I just get really anxious even if people are being encouraging it's just a lot of thoughts in my head where I like to center myself a little more before, mm -hmm. I, before I actually do step into a room. Ashley thanks so much for the time today it was such a pleasure anything else you got to say to the people anything else you really wanted to say to your, your adoring fans? listen to my podcast and mapping the college audition with mtca and we'll see you next time <laughs> <laughs> i love it well that's it you've survived a very special episode of mapping the college audition I hope you enjoyed all these. I kept trying to get these like crazy audition stories, which we often hear a lot of. That's what we hear a bunch of in the green room. We hear like odd things and problems. And then we also hear like what fun, weird things that were asked in adjustments and different stuff like that. We didn't get uh, a lot of the most crazy ones on mic here. It just happened to be that we didn't. Um, but we did get a lot of nice podcast shills, huh? I didn't put any of them up to that, to be clear. Um, but I guess people give you what you put out in the world and people must think I need my ego stroked. And of course, all of those people are right. No big takeaways, but I hope you enjoyed the special episode and happy unified seasons to you all. We're going to be back with our regularly scheduled programming next week. Let us know if you enjoyed this kind of different episode or if you're annoyed that you're missing out on a normal artist episode. Or you know what? If you just want to stroke my ego a little bit, you can leave that note directly in a review of our podcast as long as it's accompanied by a five-star rating. Or, you know, leave a comment at Mapping the College Edition on Instagram or email us at mailbag at mappingthecollegeedition.com if you insist. Um, check us out at mtca.com for more information about how we can directly help you with your college audition needs. To my young artists out there mapping their journeys, as the great Josh Daniel once said, break a leg of uniform! We'll see you next week. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. 